see if this works. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, okay. and you're listening right. to the Bad Boys so Podcast. <laughs> remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Hello, I'm Vernon Wells. You're listening <laughs> to the Bad Boys Podcast. just want to make sure you guys are listening to the Bad Boys Podcast, if you didn't know. What happened there, MCP? Uh, I think I accidentally hit the loop button, and uh, so it just was going to just keep on looping on me. I see. All right. Oh, you know, oh, hey. 300, 340 episodes, I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That's right. Where Where is 340, actually? Bad Boys Podcast, we're about to randomly rant on all these movies. Like my man MCP said, we're on episode 340. Not sure where the hell that is. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. nightclub in Pomona, California. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's where we're recording live from. We get them chili cheese fries. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. Say what? Marcus Burnett, Harley, whatever the fuck my name And rounding out the posse. <laughs> Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Man, we're firing on all cylinders today, aren't we? We're all still, I don't know about y'all, but I'm still like fucking, uh, like over eight stomach fucking. You're still recovering several food comas? Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. Me too. I had like Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day and then the next day Christmas, like yesterday, so. Well, that's like what happens when you do like the multiple families thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Tony, I I assume I, you got some uh, stories tell but um yeah the the you know we went to this place you know it's like tony with the fucking multiple thanksgiving dinners it's like you know it's just crazy yeah you know what else is crazy is my man grim reaper man he is not done shit 2016 he ain't fucking around he's got like some kind of quota to to hit and he's fucking taking names and and uh Cylinders. Man, this motherfucker right here. Jesus Christ. Was it George Michael on Christmas Day? Yeah. It's fucked up. And then today, I hear this morning, you know, we're recording on Tuesday. And, uh, very, Princess Leia, you know, I remember my first princess that I, I don't remember is like, how old was she? 60? It's way too young. Yeah. I think right mm-hmm. there, yeah. Yeah. She was on a flight from London. She was on a book tour on a flight from London to L.A. and then suffered a heart attack. And uh, the rush of the UCLA Medical Center, but she was in critical. And you're thinking, man, hopefully she can pull it off. But uh, it's like we're in the worst Final Destination movie right now, right? It's like not even – it's not even funny. I don't know. This, uh, Tony, are you losing Harley every time? He sounds like he's a little far away. I'm sorry. No, I feel like, like I get like you get cut off. Like if he's talking and it just goes to silence, and then you come back. Oh. It's really weird. I'm you know what? All right, Amy is streaming Netflix downstairs, so <laughs> there might be something going on. <laughs> Maybe. 
Yeah, but yeah, no, man, like freaking, uh, you know, it's crazy. I was reading about her too, and uh, she was like a prolific um, script doctor in Hollywood. Like, really, like, why well, no, like, she's not only, I mean, everybody, of course, knows her as Princess Leia, but just seeing the outpour on Twitter and seeing people's, like, just really nice things to say. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, and, um, and, you know, like I said, everyone remembers her as Princess Leia, but just the, just the outpour from, from fans and just other people, like, saying how she was their first crush and just, like, seeing all these candid photos and, uh, um, and then even her, her, her own, her little dog has her own uh, Twitter handle and Instagram and just, like, they were putting pictures of her, like, the dog looking out the window. It's like, man, it's just sad. It's sad all around, like, it's always, like, touched a lot of, a lot of people and, um. Well, she really became an advocate for, um, mental health towards mm-hmm. her, you know, life and i think yeah when she did that she really um you know touched a lot of people that um you know i mean without going too much into it you know she appeals to the star trek nerd you know the comic-con you know kid that just is in love with that sort of with the with the star wars idea and, and sort of and so for her to not take life too serious later on in life, um, I, I think it probably, you know, it was like that, um, it was a Reddit post probably close to a year ago. And this uh, this guy said, um, even though my wife wasn't about it, I took my tax break or my tax refund and I I had pictures taken with all the main characters from, from the Star Wars franchise. And he wanted to take a picture with them in a scene from the movie, you know. And so I think he talked about this. Yeah, yeah. In deja vu, yeah. Was some of them were all about it, and some like Billy D was like, "No, I will not do anything. I will sit here, and you will take a picture of me." You know what I mean? But she was all about it. Like she was like she did the whole choking scene with with uh, uh, with what's his name. Oh yeah, I remember you showing us the, the thread of all the pic- different yeah, pictures. Yeah, exactly. She was yeah. like the one who was like, "Yeah, absolutely!" Like totally got in the role, you know, like was having fun with it. Yeah, and I think you know, I'm sure that isn't the only, um, you know, person that she had fun with, in the sense of, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm sure a lot of people have very fond memories of her. And are you know are obviously very sad to see her go, um, you know. And then obviously Hollywood's pissed off because they wanted to use her in the fucking the Star Wars movie. So, um, oh yeah, it's a yeah, it's a sad, sad day. And like you said, it wasn't just her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's been a tough couple of days. Yeah. Any any fans of Heat? I mean, or even a. a, a yeah, fuck. I mean, yeah, I get it. Everyone dies. I know I get it. But when you watch Star Wars and you watch Princess Leia's character, she wasn't like a damsel in distress. You know, she quickly grabbed the gun and started shooting off stormtroopers, you know, and uh, and just real sassy and uh, just a cool role model for girls, right? I mean, yeah, for like sure. a typical princess. But yeah, I mean, there was even a quote I saw where uh, they're talking about the infamous um, Slave Leia costume and... and um, George Lucas was saying, you don't, you, you can't wear bra and underwear, bra and panties, you know, with that. And she's like, why not? Because there's no bra and panties in underwear or in space. And she's like, what? All right, I'll humor him, whatever, you know. 
Um, but fuck, I wish I could find the quote and I'm going to butcher it. But it was just funny. Like she said, I, you know, uh, in my obituary, that'd be funny if I, you know, if I, if I get killed, you know, make sure it's with my bra around my neck or something like that. It was kind of funny. Um, okay. So she said, um, that she, oh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for saving me, pal. <laughs> is that, um, in space, she said, what happens when you go into space, you become weightless, but then your body expands. So your, but your bra doesn't. So you get strangled by your own bra. And so she said, that would be a fantastic obituary. So she tells her younger friends that no matter how she dies, she wants it reported that she drowned in moonlight, strangled by her own bra. Yes. I've, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. They just spoke about like how everyone said how witty and funny she was and very outspoken. And, and um, yeah, you can tell, yeah, when I remember in Force Awakens, too, she sounded kind of different, you know. So, um, but I think she's already... Um, she already completed the work for episode eight. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So I'd be kind of curious to see how, um, how it goes on yeah, from I'm there. Sure but would, I'm sure there'll be a uh, dedicated to... Oh, of course. But like Star Wars Celebration is going to come up. And uh, I mean, the Star Wars family and the community, they're, I mean, they're, they're the biggest oh, fan base you've, you've oh, right? I mean, this yeah, goes for like generations and, and ages and... I mean, it just, yeah. I mean, the thing will never die, right? No, no, um, Star Wars is probably the craziest diehard. I can't <laughs> think of anybody even remotely close to the crazy diehard fans of Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe the Bad Boy f- listeners, Bad Maybe. Boy podcast listeners, they're pretty, they're pretty out there. Pretty right? crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no way my comparison to Star Wars, but no. Um, yeah, just, uh, just, I saw a picture, like I get notifications from like certain apps and I saw one and I saw a picture of her and I was like, I was afraid to open it. I was afraid oh, to open it and go, oh, it's going to say rest in peace, Carrie Fisher, please. I don't want to. So I grabbed my phone, looked and I go, I see it and I see it. And I'm just like, fuck. So I immediately go to Twitter and I go on Twitter and sure enough. It was like sick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, you you know, you're away from social media, so you never see yeah. anything. <laughs> well, so I immediately went on there, and everyone I follow was saying stuff about her. You know, I was like, man, that's rough. It's so. Was it pop? Was it well known that she wasn't well? She had a heart no, attack I mean, week, and, and that was all over the. Well, that I heard. Heard. she had on Friday, right? But yeah, I heard the heart attack. But before that was, but it- she she had. Um, um, like a lot of substance abuse in the past, and yeah, it's all, it's that. it's well documented, and I'm I'm sure it's like on her book and everything too. So, but um, I mean, yeah, I mean, six years old, man, that's not old, and she doesn't know um, when uh, your time to come. But um, no, she is now one with the force. How do they say in Rogue One? The force is with her. Yeah. I'm one with the force of force. Oh yeah, you haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, so rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace, Ricky Harris. Man, if you remember the movie Heat, has an amazing scene with Al Pacino, um, George Michael too. I mean, I remember when I remember I lived in Long Beach and uh, all the girls like that lived around me. They fucking love George Michael. Like they just so yeah. I remember going to uh, my friends. I was rocking a fucking George Michael like. Fuck, he was like, I don't know, he had like a little renaissance in the late 90s or some shit, and I, I think I have his album somewhere around here. I ain't fucking trying to front like shit. <laughs> <laughs> the man was there you go. There I you was go. 
guess I'm like, I know it's so. No, I mean like everyone remembers the song "Faith." I mean, yeah. Well, that that's good. You know, I always feel bad for these guys that you know who are so goddamn popular, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he was up there. He was a mega pop dude. star. Oh, he was a mega mega pop star. I mean, his heyday was when he was, you know, in the in the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, he was up there with and Michael, was, Madonna. I mean, you same know. thing. Like he was a young man. He was not, you know, he didn't die at seventy three. You know. Um, he did not have a good run, as I like to put it. Um, but his heyday, he was in his mid twenties, and I was like, you know how much tail that guy got. And Chris reminded me, well, he was super gay, and I was like, so do you know how much tail that guy got? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I'm like, he, he said, what kind gay. of tail? He was a good-looking dude. He was British. Well, he has a song about, about like, like let's yeah, have like, sex. I mean, he ain't fucking... Yeah. Like, how could that guy not be the happiest dude ever? You know what I mean? Like... I mean, he was doing the, 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 the jitterbug. Oh, boy, yeah, boy. I mean, you see, you know, you see that song, he's always happy. I know it. But I mean, back then, like, nobody knew he was gay. And you watch those videos now, you're like, how the fuck did nobody know? Yeah, you know, if you say you did, they're full of shit. I ain't buying it. Yeah, exactly. There's no way. No way. There's no way. Like you said, Hardy, you thought, like, that motherfucker's getting an asshole. That guy's, right. there's not much tail that guy's pulling. Yeah. You yeah. know what it is? Is that you, like, you want to channel his, his, uh, his, <laughs> how much tail he's getting. You're like, I just want, you know, I want to be his roadie kind of thing. Yeah. You still want to be his roadie? Uh, Even though you, he was getting the different tail uh, that you thought? <laughs> uh, I tell you what, she probably did. <laughs> his boys that were straight. I, I want to see that so bad. Harley, oh gosh. Harley's, Harley's previous life, he was George Michael's roadie in the 80s. <laughs> probably did okay, the boys. <sighs> but yeah, it's, it, it is sad to see them go at such a young age. For sure. Yeah. Here's to how Holbrook and Kirk Douglas keep keep fighting oh, a good fight here. 2016, man. Fuck. it down. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're like the first person to die in 2017, no one's going to remember you. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's going to go on. you got a whole year like this guy. Fucking A, man. So let's just get into some, some happier stuff here. What's going on? What's going on, fellas? What do we got going on tonight? What do we got going on tonight, MCP? Let the people know. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. We've got um, a few extras. We've got Home Alone, Hardcore Henry, La La Land. Um, then we're going to be reviewing our homework, Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, and the extra credit, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There we go. So, man, let's, so to, to get this party started, to get it fucking going, we need some fucking adrenaline going right now. Let's talk about some Hardcore Henry, Tony. How'd this come about? Where'd you see it? What's going on? Um, I got it as a gift. Oh shit! Um, for Christmas, um, there you from go, Jacoby. That's his boyfriend, and um, uh, yeah. So I popped it on today. I've been working all day, so I threw it on just to have it as a background type, you know, just just in the background. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was it, it was just like a, I was like playing a video game without a controller. Um, <laughs> it's all first person um, point of view and a bunch of shoot 'em up, 
you know, dual fisting guns and a lot of parkour and shit. And, um, it was fun. Uh, it was pretty damn gory. I mean, just the, the intro credits where you saw a knife <laughs> slowly going through a neck and shit. Um, I was like, okay, that's setting me up for the rest of the movie, ain't it? Um, mm-hmm. but it, it was fun. And then, uh, I was actually surprised to see Charlotte Copley in it. Um, but I had no, I mean, I had no idea. I, 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 right. all I knew was that it was inspired by the music videos, you know, the first person point of view type of storytelling. Um, uh, it's not easy. I have to say that like the plot, I feel kind of suffered, um, because of how they filmed. Uh, they can't do, they can't explain too much of a movie, you know, just entirely from that first person point of view. Um, but it is what it is. It's, it's, it, it was entertaining for what it was. So ain't yeah, nobody trying to fucking follow the story when they're watching Hardcore Henry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it doesn't help that I was programmed to it, but uh, yeah, yeah I give it a dollar. I mean, I think so, it's one of those things people were uh, People are watching that movie, you know, in anticipation for the Oscar of the year. You know. Oh, for sure. All right. Um, so that was Hardcore Henry. Um, did you want to review uh, Home Alone before I go on to La La Land? Home Alone's a goddamn slater. I mean, what else is there <laughs> to say about Home Alone, really? You're goddamn right. I mean, what else? Like, guys getting hit with brakes from the top of the building and they don't die? I fucking love it. It's a Looney Tunes movie? Come on, man. Pesci, Daniel Stern. Every time I watch Daniel Stern on the movie, I think of Harley's goofy ass. It's just like, uh, I'm slipping around in the snow. I just picture Harley. That's his, that's his life now, in the snow. Fucking slipping everywhere, <laughs> going barefooted, stepping on ornaments, stepping on nails, big iron thing on his forehead. Come on, man. Home Alone's classic, baby. I love it. I love it. You know who else is popular in uh, Sheboygan? The Bad Boys Podcast. What does he say? Mm. Fucking John Candy? He keeps saying that word and it makes me laugh every time. He's like, you never heard of us? Yeah, we're real big in Sheboygan. What does he say? I don't know if it's a real city. I just said the fucking name was funny. <laughs> That's gonna be. We're also popular there too, apparently. Sheboygan, Sheboygan, Sheboygan. Sheboygan? Is that it? Where's that Sheboygan, at? Sheboygan, Michigan. Is that a real place? Michigan. Sheboygan, Michigan. I love it. Is that fun to say? Say it with me, folks. Sheboygan, Sheboygan, Sheboygan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like tone it, tone it, tone it. So yes, <laughs> I'm alone to Slater. What about you, Harley? You see anything? No. I ain't see a goddamn thing. You still fighting with your family? Spoiler no. alert. No, no, we've been good. Okay. I'm just talking with you. <laughs> so let's see. My man MCP was I'm busy. Confused. He saw Hardcore Henry. Love- then he went to the theater. Actually, now that I think about it, um, I got... Uh-oh. I got... Um, we watched... Uh, rewatched um, World of Warcraft. The, the Warcraft movie. Um, now, let me get this straight. Out this- of the, the cover art says the most slaterous slater of all slater movies. <laughs> Lady, yes. Lady Jackson, badboyspodcast.com. He was like, this is the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. Right. And now, she Tony still is, loves it. Still loves she it, still huh? loves the shit out of it, man. Um, and I still think it's good. It, it was it was still fun. I mean, we it, since we both have seen it, and I've been, I've been working, I kind of work through it, program through it. Um, but it's still it's still good. Um, oh, that's right! You got it for for Christmas, right? Exactly. Thanks to you, like you pointed that's it out. Right. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I'm getting this shit." I was like, "Yo, this shit's was... on sale on Amazon for like seven bucks." And Tony's like, Perfect. "Oh, great Christmas idea! Oh, I got it." And uh, 
and, and I was gonna offer if if you, we don't need the box, you know the the box that it comes in, and I know the you like cover. the boxes, so the slip covers. So if you wanted to buy a cheaper one, and I'll bring the box cover over, <laughs> the slip cover. That's funny. Yeah, and that I got one mine. and uh, I got... Hard, Hardcore Henry, and then um, uh, I'm not sure if we got a slip cover for Scott Pilgrim, but someone gave me Scott Pilgrim for for uh, Christmas because. Someone for some reason my copy is is out there somewhere. Um, oh really? That's somebody fucking... borrowed it. Oh wow. Yeah, I think it's my brother's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's it's my brother Chris. Um, Who gave so it? We to got you? that. So we ended. Huh? Who gave you that gift? What's that? The Scott Pilgrim. Um, good question. It was one of my brothers. I was gonna say that's the motherfucker that has it. I won't give it. It was probably it. Chris. <laughs> yeah, let's Actually, give him a new it one. was Chris. It uh-huh. was totally Chris. That's hilarious. Did, um, you, did it get you the Steelbook edition? The which one? The Steelbook. The Scott Pilgrim no. Steelbook. Oh. No, no, I didn't get that. Some but thing. yeah, so yeah, so that's still a Slater. Um, the Warcraft movie. Uh, I, I, I can't. I can't, I'm not going to give it a Slater because oh, it felt go. like my my enjoyment of it was less than the last time I watched it. <laughs> um, but I was definitely because I also got a. Final Fantasy 15 and I and I said I was deep oh, into that game <laughs> while uh, while taking the day off uh, over the weekend. So um, so yeah, so I definitely programmed through that shit. Um, but it, it it was a do- it was a dollar for sure. It's still entertaining. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, it it, it's like so, a lot of CG in that thing. I was like, whoa. For what? Warcraft. Yeah. Well, I mean, that what do you was expect? Yeah. It, it you know. It's a, it's more expensive to go to the actual orc villages and hire real orcs. Yeah, you know, they, they, they fucking they charge for charge a dime. Uh, but then we did go see a new movie, La La Land, with Gosling and Stone, um, a dynamic duo. <laughs> they uh, that that was it. I mean, Fonzo talked it up, and I was like, oh, shit, he, you know, high expectations. I was I was trying to go into it, you know, not just just. F- not thinking yes. about you yeah, know, how I like it, not not having any kind of you know echoes in in the back of my mind. Um, yeah. And at one point, I was like, "Ooh, this, it's it feels like it's getting a little slow." Um, but then oh, it picks up, and mm-hmm. and it starts getting like emotional, and like these two, they they've got a chemistry going on um, that and th- their acting's damn good, and uh, it pulls on your heartstrings a bit. Um, mm-hmm. So it it was it was it was fun. Um, I definitely give it a dollar. See what I'm saying about about landing that's uh um like I don't want to spoil it but the ending. You know, they went there. You know? Um yeah, yeah. I I I did I kind of anticipated that. Um and I like the, 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 the movie is called La La Land and that's a term used a lot for when people like daydream and shit. And that's what I felt like the movie was about was the the the, the how daydreamers people mentioned. just yeah. kind of daydream you know they're in Hollywood and they have these dreams that they they go off into their la la land and sometimes they do that with their relationships their relationships <laughs> go off into la la land um, so I thought that was a that was kind of a cool a cool take on it catchy songs huh yeah they were good yeah it makes L A yeah, look like just like a fantasy world when they're up by like the when he's looking for the car <laughs> she's to put her alarm under her chin. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I don't know well, why that's, it that's works. Part of it. Like, 
Yeah. Like, the, like, did that really happen, or was that just them in La La Land? Like that. That. Like, I like movies like that where. Uh, oh like right, Scott right. Pilgrim, like, they were kind of like that. They were still looking for the car. That was they just break them. Yeah. They they weren't actually dancing. That just how good their chemistry was while walking to the car. But in their heads, they were in La La Land. You know, they were they were just ha- having this fantasy world. Scott Pilgrim kind of does the same thing, and I think I've I really you know that's one of the reasons why I like it. Another one like Sucker that's Punch, you love where sucker, it's like a I was just gonna say that. God damn yeah, it! But, I was yeah. like, get the Sucker Punch vibe for you talking about it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think you're La La Land, Tony. Um, <laughs> Moulin Rouge has some elements of that too. Wait, is this so, like? Like uh, Wizard of Oz, like the bitch was dreaming the whole time. There's no, there, there's it's 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 a musical, so there's a lot of like singing and dance routines. But the way they're in the movie, it almost feels like it's it's what's happening in their head. You know, that like the musicals when the musicals are starting up and people are singing, that's not actually what's happening. Like not in some musicals where like yeah, they, they, they expect yeah, you know how musicals right where you're just talking and then all of a sudden breaking a song and dance and then right back into the into the movie, mm-hmm. you know, the real world, right into normal yeah, quote no, unquote movie. Right, right, right. I get that. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely. Um, I'm, I'm glad I went, got to see it. That's for sure. Right on. Cool. Glad you liked it. That's awesome. And I think that's it. Oh, I started watching the uh, um, Guillermo del uh, Toro's um, influence on um, Troll Hunters, the cartoon, the animated series on Netflix yeah. origin and Netflix originals. Yeah, I was going to start it today, and the kids weren't having it. Oh, really? That's as far as Dang. I got. Well, they just saw. They well, think they wanted to watch something else. Oh, okay. Because um, I, I yeah I've been like I said I've been working all day I put it on in, like at the, in the background after Hardcore Henry yeah and and I I was there was there was points where I was just staring at the screen and I was like oh shit and <laughs> I'm supposed to be working but uh, it, it was entertaining I made it like eleven episodes today they're like little like thirty minute twenty twenty to thirty minute episodes so they go okay. pretty quick what but is it's it fun it was an animated series. Oh. Yeah, it's an animated series where you know there's trolls and there's a this concept of troll hunters um, where there's one troll hunter who's a protector of the troll realm and the human realm, and it turns out that the troll hunter um, amulet seeks out its next troll hunter, and it happens to be a human this time, and it's never been a human before. So that's where it comes into. That's what we're watching is. This, the story of the first human troll hunter who happens to be a high school kid. Can we but see it, that it's, it's pretty fun. troll hunter? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, not quite that dark. But there are some dark elements to this one. Huh. I mean, you can, you can, there's a, like, he's missing his dad. He, he's got, a, he's living with his uh, single mom who's a doctor and, um, his best friend he went through some shit his on his own like it like they sprinkle it throughout the series how there's it goes to some dark areas um but yeah it was entertaining for me it was definitely good shit so you wanted to watch this Guillermo del Toro's name alone or I um, yeah it's one of those it's DreamWorks I saw the the preview just the picture as I was scrolling through Netflix and I was like that that looks interesting but like nah I, I never never in the moment never wanted to go into it but today i was like it seems like it's a perfect thing to put in the background um and it was but sometimes it wasn't because it totally took my attention (laughs) (laughs) i see yeah i would say that's a good problem to have (laughs) yeah it's a good problem to have exactly (laughs) 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, right on. Well, cool. That's an awesome recommendation right there. A lot of the land, Hardcore Henry, Warcraft. No duds in there, man. Troll Hunters. What's it called? Troll Hunters? I think it's... Um... I think I'm picturing that fucking that big Troll Hunter movie we saw. Yeah, it's just called DreamWorks Troll Hunters. There you go. Yeah, no duds in you, man. That's awesome. Uh, that's last cool. time you watched nothing but good stuff. Yeah, I guess I was uh, in the Christmas mood and wanted <laughs> only good shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then I think Rogue One just kicked ass again in the theater, right, Harley? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it just keeps making making money. Uh, you know, for 2017, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start picking movies. 318 million domestically. Oh, 255 foreign, so it's already. You know, made. for 2017, I'm gonna go. Go ahead. There oh. you go. And I keep, I keep. Well, I hear, I hear Harley's silence again. So I don't know. It's, yeah, it's weird. I, it's really weird. There's a couple times where I'm like, kind of almost trying to interrupt, but you guys don't even hear me. So there might be something, some other issue going on. Like maybe my yeah. gain's down too low or something. Leave it. <laughs> don't touch it. <laughs> don't touch it. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm talking yeah. into the mic um, in my level. Yeah. Oh no! I. You know what I watched today. What'd you watch today? I heard Hardy talk, so I stopped. But <laughs> <laughs> then it goes silent, so I'm like, is he talking? No, I think he was just fucking with you that time. No, for real. Every time Hardy starts talking, no, it goes Harley, Harley was saying something about a delay, and then you were saying something about something you watched today. Right. But then when I hear, I hear Harley start talking, I stopped. Because see, it's, right now it's silent. Yeah. It's yeah. silent. And now he's back. See? It's been doing it the that whole time. That's normal? Well, I guess not for the podcast, but it, yeah, okay. it's normal today. Yeah. Well, I showed the boys oh. Terminator 2 because I think they need some Terminator 2 in their lives. Oh, snaps. Yeah, just just uh, just the good stuff. Why you know? not? Yeah. Well, because I'm like, I wanted to watch something. Real, I, I like, like On iTunes, I like to go through all my digital movies. I just like to go through like, you know, the cool scenes. And I'm like, hey, guys, check this out real quick. Check out Team 1000. Chase my man John Connor right here. That scene is just rad, right? And uh, and they're sitting there, they're into it. And then and then crew's getting upset that T-1000 won't die. They keep shooting him, shoot him, and he just won't die. I'm like, yeah, that's what makes him scary, you know? <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's what makes him so damn yeah. scary. And then it happened. It fucking happened. My kids finally saw me cry. At the very end, Brad fight on his music. Arnold going down because he can't self-terminate. He's got to hand it over to Sarah Connor. She's got to push the button down. John Connor doesn't want him to go. And if I say any other words right now, I'm gonna start crying right now. So uh, we gotta we gotta move it the fuck along. Terminator Two. I don't know why you cry. Oh, see why 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 why'd you have to say it? See, uh, I'm gonna get emotional. Yeah, here. it's amazing. Such a crazy action movie can have such a heartfelt moment at the end. You know? Yeah. Well, I watched as a kid. You know, I mean, I'm like I'm picturing as like John Connor. I'm I'm like like not like I'm him, but you know, I'm more than the same age, kind of. And uh, yeah. he's like a big father figure to him. And you, you, you just like, I just love the relationship that they have together, you know? Um, yeah. It's, and I mean, just uses the, use the words that he taught him, like he, that he taught him in like the most perfect scenarios. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but that fucking thumb going, 
thumbs up, man. The love every goddamn time, man. Every time. Every time. Yeah. So yeah, turn my two fucking Slater. Well, and he's all like banging on his chest. He's like, I'll order you not to go. Yeah, I'll order you. I'll order you. Sorry, I can't. It's not that. I, yeah, he's just. Oh. I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's tough for sure. Yeah. It's funny too, like when T1000 was smashing his face and it's all coming off. And I'm like, look, see guys, look, that's. Look, I told you it was a robot, see? And Reagan's like, he's like Cyborg in Teen Titans. And I wanted to be like, <laughs> yeah. Where do you think they got that idea from? Terminator they got 2. that idea from. I couldn't say that. Not yet, anyways. So I was like, yeah, just like Cyborg, T-Titans. He's like, he was just freaking out. He's like, wow, it looks like him. And they got questions for everything. But like, like silly ones, you know, we're like, I'm all, see, that's Sean, like, that's his mom, that's Sarah. And like, what? Silly questions, like, is that how the real motorcycle sounds, Dad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> there was like, uh, one of their teachers' name is Miss Sarah. And I'm like, oh, see, that's Sarah. That's Sarah Connor. What? Sarah? They look at me. They look at me like Mrs. Sarah. I'm like, yeah, just like that, Mr. Like, watch, watch your handle that AK-47 right now and go to town, you know. <laughs> and the crew was on his iPad. I'm like, hey, hey, crew, watch this, watch this, point blank right here, son. You know what I'm talking about when he gets back out of that shitty truck and yeah. he takes that yeah. gun and goes on top of the hood. The oh, semi just unloads on him. Yep. <laughs> you see the fucking just unloads on him. It's fucking fantastic. I love it. So good. It doesn't make you want to watch it. Did we did we do a commentary on that? Yeah, years ago. Did we? Yep. We did. I think it was the first one we did. Probably had to have been right. Yeah. Episode five. We did Batman. <laughs> we did Terminator Two. I think we've done Bad Boys. I think those are the three we've done. Like that one we Tony, had to yeah. confirm or deny. NCP <laughs> check the uh, database. Your commentary. It's the the first one. There we go. January nineteenth, two thousand eleven. Ooh, <laughs> man. Have your kids seen Terminator Two, Harley? Uh, you know, Mazzy hasn't to like remember it enough. Anna mm-hmm. certainly has. She's. Okay. <laughs> she's been I just got that show on repeat, son. Yeah, she 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 knows it well enough. For That's sure. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Parenting done right. That's what you know. You gotta do. Gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Some movies you gotta watch, right? Some movies you gotta watch. You gotta be part. You wanna be a fucking Martin? You gotta watch Terminator Two. That's right. <laughs> and what is that motorcycle John was riding? Oh, it's like a. Uh, it's an XR one hundred. You still make them? Uh, no. No, it's a tiny dirt bike. It's a tiny, tiny little dirt bike. And the funny thing is, is an XR100's top speed would be like 40 miles an hour. <laughs> I mean, it would literally... And it wouldn't sound anything like it does in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because when they're in that little truck and he's like, uh, he's like, go faster. He's like, yeah, the top speed? I can get out and run faster than this. Yeah. <laughs> I bet his bike was faster than that truck. This is the vehicle's top speed. <laughs> That's what I feel like when we drive around in your Mazda. Oh. <laughs> that truck. Yeah. I just love how that wooden camper just gets fucking demolished when he hits oh, him. Oh, I know. They just I mean, it just it. shatters. It's it red. It's like little popsicle sticks or something. It just reminds you of the good old days of fucking real practical effects. Mm-hmm. 
And it also reminded me, James Cameron was a huge Road Warrior fan. <laughs> oh, interesting. Think about it. He's a lot of semis in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good point. Well, He's like, let me take it out of the post-apocalyptic world and put it in the streets of L.A. Looks fucking great. Yeah, no shit. Good point. That helicopter pilot, too, doing some crazy-ass stunts. Yeah. Fuck, man. Need more of that. Come back, Cameron. Come on, man. Make True Lies, too. Come on. Yeah, I think uh, I think his head has gotten so goddamn big, we're just going to see Avatar films until he <laughs> retires of old age. There's a lot of Pepsi in T2 as well. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's I right. Like, him a lot. In the hallways? Yeah. But not only, that, okay, not only there's, this, there's a vending machine there, right? But that poor fucking Jenner or whatever that guy is, he's holding a can of Pepsi. It's like, we get it. Big the fucking vending machine's in the back. He's, he's holding a can, too. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. But then I remember like going to Subway, and uh, they were giving out those Terminator Cups. Oh, I used to have one for the God. I had one for the longest time. I wonder if it's still there. I'm going on eBay right now, looking to see if they have one. Terminator I'm buying one right now. Come on, somebody take over. I'm looking it up. I'm I'm busy. So yeah, how do I look, what do I look up? Terminator Two Subway. So number one of the week. <laughs> number one. What's, what's that? Oh, I was just saying. I was filling time by talking about Star Wars Rogue One being the number oh. one film of the week. There you go. Yeah, when I went to go see La La Land, it was definitely sold out. Like four showings were showed up, sold yeah, out. Yeah, they sell. Oh, they're selling. Came out. What's that? Assassin's Creed came out. Oh yeah, I forgot. I wanted to see that. It opened at twenty-two million. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was trying to say before me and Hardy kept interrupting ourselves. I wanted to say. Those shitty ass movies that are bomb and they're doing terrible. I'm gonna start picking a lot of those in 2017. It's gotta be seen. We gotta see why they're so bad. Right? Right, Harley? Assassin's Creed opened at number five. I mean, there's never gonna be a good video game movie, right? Should you just give up? Uh, we've had one or two, haven't we? Um. Like what? Come on, besides Mortal Kombat. That's the obvious. Uh, you know, it was funny. I saw I was it, I was on uh, my favorite website, Slick Deals, and Amazon had the entire um, Resident Evil franchise for like on Blu-ray for like eleven dollars. I was like, "Damn, babe, I could buy every Resident Evil movie for eleven dollars." She was like, <laughs> "How many are there?" And I was like, "There's like six of them or some shit." And she was like, "Are they any good?" And I'm like, "Nope." She's like, "Well, then we save our money." And I was just like. <laughs> I think the first one came out and a lot of people liked it, but I don't mm-hmm. know if it was any, I don't remember it being any good. My friend Sammy from work, that motherfucker loves that series. Oh, he works really? all of them. Yep. So funny. Oh, yeah, like best, it certainly wasn't Mario Brothers. <laughs> best what about video Double Dragon? Movies. I don't even remember that one. I mean, I, yeah. Tomb, I Tomb Raider? Silent Hill? Yeah, I'm literally, yeah. Mortal Kombat, Warcraft, Warcraft, Street Fighter, Hitman, I never saw that. Wreck-It Ralph, kind of based on a video game? (laughs) (laughs) Prince of Persia, that was a fucking big, terrible, shitty-ass movie. Yeah. 
Dead or Alive. I might want to watch that just because I'm looking at the cover. <laughs> yeah, no, there are not a lot of... Uh... Are you looking at a list? I can't even... I just Googled best um, video game movies. And there aren't a lot. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, dude. Dead or Alive's got a 4.8 on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know what else? You know what isn't a video game movie? Oh. Magnificent Seven. No, it is not. <laughs> Wake your bitch ass up. Sorry. Yeah, man. I'm going to pull it up on... Uh... We got a train day reunion. Directed by Antoine Fuqua. Who chose yeah. this? Who chose this? Who chose it? I didn't. I chose it, right? You did. I did. Action adventure western. This Damn right, I chose it. <laughs> Denzel, like, we got. I thought someone was broken with the microphones because I couldn't hear anybody saying it was me. I know. I see you went silent. What the hell's going on? I didn't pick the motherfucker. I was like, who chose it? I'm like, great. If Harley said he did, I didn't hear him. (laughs) And there he goes. Yeah. Written by Akira Kurosawa. Based on, yeah, based on. This is a remake of a remake of a remake, right? Yeah, it's been done a bunch of times. I got a damn splinter in my hand. What the hell? (laughs) Some bullshit. I just put my hand down to her. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, oh, I got a splinter. I feel like I dig it. Okay, let's, let's go. All right. Got, got my boy Denzel Washington. Boy Star-Lord. Ethan Hawke's in the building. We got fucking Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. We got... Oh. We got... Uh, Young Hun Lee. We got an angry Mexican. That ain't my name. That ain't oh, me. We got, we're, we're covering all the minority bases, man. We got Mexican. Okay, we got Indians. Mm-hmm. We got Chinese mm-hmm. dudes. We got fucking... Yep. Irishmen, we got what the fuck, you name it, we got it. <laughs> if you can find pussy cheaper, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. If you can find a different ethnicity in, the, in a movie, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Magnificent Seven, man. This this right when I watched this, this is exactly what I thought it was. It's gonna be awesome. This is a, this is a dad movie right here, right? That's what you, you like, you know. You said that like this is just a perfect. Like action movie, it's a little. It runs a little long. Like I said, you've seen this before. Seven gunmen in the old west gradually come together to help a poor village against savage thieves. Um, like, like Chris Pratt's. Like I'm thinking, his life is all right. Why would he need to do this? Why are they all risking their lives? They probably right? threw a lot of money at him. The, the, it had a big budget, ninety million dollars. <laughs> you talking about the real person? I was talking about the character. Oh, <laughs> but go for it. Go right ahead. Oh well, no, I was just thinking. You know, they. It, it was. I don't know. They they probably threw a lot of money at these, you know, the big four or five actors. Um, you know, but he want to be in the western with Denzel and Antoine Yeah, Fuqua. exactly. Sure. Major ensemble cast. You know, directed by Antoine. Hey, Fuqua. boy, Cam gigging it in it. Giggity, giggity, gig. I was watching. I was like, wait a second. Is that my boy? Is that my boy? Giggity, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn right, it's my boy, Cam giggity, giggity. So, well, he played, he played bad guys like henchmen. I was like, and then when he, yeah. and then 
spoiler alert at the end when he dies and he falls in the coffin. I was like, oh man, how's it gonna go out like that? So went out um, like a little bitch. Bitch. But um uh yeah, ninety million dollar budget on a uh, and it made domestically ninety three. So it, it made money. It wasn't a huge hit, but um yeah, a lot of practical effects, a lot of sets, so that was kinda cool. What'd you think, Tony? You had a good time with this or what? Yeah, it was fun. Um, like, a, one of the things is, like, Chris Pratt just can't, always has to be the comedian. He's always got to be busting jokes. But it worked. Yeah. Um, even though it was a, a, the the Western older setting, um, the comedy still came through. Yeah, he had probably, I don't know, three or four, like, chuckle moments for sure. I mean, he's playing himself. Like, he's playing Star-Lord circa, you know, 1874 or whatever the fuck he took place. I mean, he's literally playing the same fucking character. I mean, it, it felt it felt like... Yeah, just in the Wild West background, right? Pratt Setting. and Washington were playing... You know, Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt in a Western. I mean, they're literally playing themselves. Um, yeah. And, and then the whole supporting cast, Peter Sarsgaard was good, is underused, but, you know, there's there's a lot of characters in the movie, and so they only have so much time. And and he is he's effectively evil at the beginning, you know, with the with the church and whatnot. He's got a couple like really like grim looks on his face throughout the movie and you're kind of like you feel like there is there's the there's the foundation of a really good bad guy but he just never ends up getting developed um I I would say enough so to speak I I would say none of the characters really get developed very much um, right. But it's tough yeah, it's, yeah you know? cuz it, it's hard for them to get to know everybody when they're going to be pretty not be around it's a it's a low it's a you know it's it's a sort of a Hollywood you know action movie we got to keep less than you know two twenty kind of thing with credits and so and we got this ensemble cast that we're gonna you know get everybody in the theater to go see, um, but for me ironically most of the performances are really flat like. Like you said, the jokes that Chris Pratt say are genuinely funny, and I chuckled out loud. Um, and Denzel is fucking awesome. He's Denzel. He just he just oozes mm-hmm. charisma when he's on screen. When he, but also you know it's like all those super slow motion shots of him walking through doors and shit like that. You know, um, the one time I thought, damn, was Ethan Hawke. When yes. he was screaming at the the all the le- the the natives that were practicing shooting, and he was like, "Get some, get some dirt in your craw!" Like he's screaming, he's super pumped up. I was like, "Oh shit, fucking hawk, bringing it to you, trying to act his ass off." It felt it felt really <laughs> out of place. Like that performance was really good, and, and there was a couple other scenes where he was he seemed like he was really taking it serious. And everybody else just kind of, I kind of felt like they were sleepwalking through the movie. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, and it's got a big action set piece at the end, which, you know, most people are going to have fun with. Um, uh, I was largely bored by it. 
It never really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it wow. never, it, you know, and I'm not going to be like some hipster and say, you know, it's because the original, cause the original is boring as all hell too. Um, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it might be like number one on IMDb's top 100, but it's, it's a movie, you know, it's, it's an old movie. It's really long. It's, it's a foreign film. It's hard to watch. Now the, is it a 69, the Magnificent Seven? What was, what year? What was that other Western Magnificent Seven that we saw? 1960, Yul Brenner. That movie was fucking fun. I remember having a lot of fun with that. Um, you know, wasn't, yeah, Steve McQueen, Yul Brenner, Charles, Charles Bronson. Yeah, James Colburn. I mean, that movie, like, why did you have to do that movie again? <clears throat> and here's another one that, that bumped me that I had a problem with. This uh-huh. has the highest body count for a PG-13 movie of all time, I'm guessing. <laughs> this had like a hundred people die in it. From every which way, and it's PG-13, there is almost no blood. A lot of times the blood is black. I noticed that. <laughs> like, they made the... Bl- I don't know why the fuck they made this movie PG-13 other than hoping to get an audience. Because um, they could have took it a lot more serious and made it an R. Um, you know, instead, uh, Pratt gets to say shit a couple times. Um, but other than that, it's it's the movie's really kind of neutered. I remember the original remake from... The, the one we're talking about, or the one I was talking about before, being real gory yeah. at the end. I remember it being a big, like a bloodbath. Um, and so when I started watching this, I was like, yeah, this could be fun. This could be like a, a gritty western, you know? We always like gritty westerns. And then I, like, I don't know, like 45 minutes into it, I'm like, this motherfucker is PG 13, isn't it? So I, I <laughs> sure enough, it's fucking PG 13. So that kind of bumped me too. So, um, there was especially when they went all freaking T two with the Gatling gun at the end. You're like, oh shit! Well, ironically, when when uh, Skarsgård says get the uh, get the trailer, get the, I was like, he's gonna have a Gatling gun. I mean, it was such a cliche. Well, and it's from Mm -hmm. the original too. Um, And so, um, I'm having the hardest time like following along with you, dude. I'm so sorry. Like when it goes to silent. And when you come back, it's you're sped up, like it catches up. So I hear this, like all your words all together. Oh, that's weird, Tony. Yeah, it's it's really hard to like kind of keep up with you're saying. I'm not getting that now. You're not? Okay, just my my end then. Fuck. Okay. So, yeah, I was bored to tears by. I mean, at the end, I was just like, I mean, I and I I forced myself to watch it too because I wanted to like. And I'll try to give it the credit it deserves because it had such a cast. And of course, Haley, Haley Bennett, she's on the screen quite a bit and she's certainly easy to look at. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, uh, it just felt like, it felt like it didn't do anything remarkable to like tell anybody about. Certainly seen better Westerns, certainly seen better Denzel films, certainly seen better ensemble cast movies certainly seen better Anton Foucault movies I, I you mean, like when Denzel and Ethan met up and hugged each other out you're like hey 
<laughs> well, yeah, it's cool, but it's like, it doesn't make for a better movie that they were in a movie together 10 years ago. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm trying to review the movie in a vacuum of it by itself. and it, Yet it, you keep on saying other things were done better. Well, but That's what I'm saying is, is when I see, that when I watch this movie and it's over, I, I just go, that was completely forgetful because Denzel's not any good in it because we know he's a better actor than what he's in it here. And... It's just it just ends up being sort of an ensemble cast PG thirteen action movie, and it's. I mean, I get like, it in the entertaining sense, but the truth be told, it was boring. I mean, I didn't it didn't. I never felt invested in the characters. There wasn't enough development. There's too many characters. Um, all the characters were, I, I thought you know like bad cliches um so it just felt it just felt lazy like it felt like the studio directed it like they were like hey look we just got to make this pg-13 and shit it out we got a bunch of awesome actors in it it'll make tons of money in, in in the theaters and uh you know we'll get fuqua to direct it and everything will be cool um and then it just ended up being boring like i mean you really ever see yourself watching this movie again yeah, dude, I wouldn't mind if I was on really? TV again. All right. Yeah. All right. A lot of cool action set pieces. Yeah, I love me some good old, good old shootout. And, uh, yeah, it, it was like a light, like, yeah, it wouldn't be the greatest westerns up there, you know, but like Tombstone, it reminded me of Tombstone where like Chris Pratt's like the Doc Holliday, the gambler, you know, the charming guy. Um, but you're right, you're not spending enough time with them to care. And then like, I was getting Rogue One vibe too. Like they're, the, they're, they're a big group, Magnificent Seven, they go out. <laughs> And do a mission, and, uh, you know, spoiler alert at the end, but, um, yeah, I don't know, I just had a good time. Like, I like, I like Denzel, I like Chris Pratt, I guess I like everyone in there. Um, I like Ethan Hawke and Billy's, uh, their little partnership, and, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the villain, he, Peter Sarsgaard, I don't know, he, he didn't seem real threatening. The only time I was real threatening is when he had that kid up on the church with him, he started talking to him. And I was like, oh, man, don't you touch yeah, the come on now. Yeah. yeah, they did a good job at the very beginning sort of creating right. that tension with him. Mm-hmm. But it, it, we don't see him for oh, You're right. You don't see enough. Minutes. Yeah. You don't see enough of him. Like, like Vincent D'Onofrio's character, Jack Horn, I liked him. Like, I liked that scene when they're all having dinner. Like, it would have been cool if they have a longer – like, just to get to know their personalities a little bit more in that whole scene, right? Yeah. Because um, there's things that they give us, like, like, you son of a bitch, you spoke English the whole time? You know? Like, look, they, they, that joke would have much harder, I think, if they would have spent more time with them. But, yeah, but know, ironically, they don't have that time. very beginning of your review, that it felt a little long. Yeah, well, they weren't. See, that's the thing, right? They don't. It's too long, but exactly. we still don't that's know about point. it. It's like right? a movie can be short and still feel long because it never goes anywhere. It's undeveloped. You know what I mean? You just don't get that. I don't know what you mean. I just heard. I mean, I'm just thinking that. <laughs> I seriously want to record on my phone and play it back. I, I don't know if I can no, play I it with my headset. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it's not a magnetic flow, but ACP, yeah, you agree? Bottom you line, it, hate it. Oh, yeah. For me, I, I would give it away. Sometime. I'm going to show you a magic trick. That would be a waste of time. You son of a bitch. I'm buying it for a dollar. 
Um, I'm gonna give it up. There you go, partner. I enjoyed the shootouts. I enjoyed the banter in between the shootouts, the finding you, you know, getting the group together type thing. Um, it, I mean, it was enjoyable. Yeah, it's a, pretty forgettable, mm-hmm. but I mean, most movies are nowadays. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's entertaining you know, in the yeah. moment. And you were entertained. It gets, it gets yeah. There you go. I mean, I was, conf- I was confused at certain parts at the beginning, but I'm like, why do I give a shit? Like, what's this, <laughs> this bad guy's motivation for kicking everybody out of the town? Is like, doesn't he want workers for his mind? Why is he telling people go? I was like, I was like, why? He's giving people twenty dollars, or he's charging them twenty dollars? I don't get it. And I was like, uh, I don't care. Just pull the guns out, start shooting people. I don't give a shit. We watched it. Family. <laughs> uh, and, and Rochelle was here, uh, the nineteen-year-old, and she's like, "Wait, Dad." Is he charging them twenty dollars or is he giving them twenty dollars? So you're not the only one who's confused. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I knew Tony's mind would work like a nineteen year old girl. Exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, who had the extra credit then? Let's let's get into uh, holiday spirit there. I have no idea. It had to been you. <laughs> it's gotta uh, be the... Wasn't it? It was MCP. Yeah, I I chose it. Um, it was um, it's actually Lainey's family's go-to Christmas movie every year. I see. Um, that's what they that's what they watch while fighting the food coma after mm-hmm. the Christmas meal. Um, and that was a battle I did not win. Um, I completely passed out halfway through this film while watching it. <laughs> I, it was some sometime during the middle of it. Lane like nudges me. She's like, "You're snoring." <laughs> like, Great. Luckily, everybody's already seen it. I mean, I, I've seen yeah. it a few times already. Right. Um, so you know, I'm I'm already familiar with the 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 story. Um, but uh, have you all? Have you guys? I wasn't. I wasn't so lucky. I couldn't fall asleep during it, even though I wanted to. Uh. <laughs> I can't, I can't get over his fucking Sean Connery type uh, accent. You know it drives me up the yeah. fucking. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, finish it. He, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Oh wow, he is channeling Sh- Connery. I'm only borrowing your Humvee. Um, <laughs> Another rock yeah, reference. Oh, Love it. Yeah, like the whole fucking time, and it does. The Jim Carrey does start to wear on me. Um, I'd say about an hour into it, I'm like, all right. Some of the physical gags and jokes still work, but his yeah, like the antics and stuff with him, I get it. I just wish he would have chosen a different type of voice. Yeah, huh. exactly. You know, like I don't know why he went with that that route, but it's like, like I mean, dude, the guy put in like I'm sure like eight hours full of makeup and the contacts and the teeth and everything to do it. Well, he put the, the commitment in, right? So did Mike Myers and Cat in the Hat. But, um, yeah, I just, I just, fuck, man, every time you start talking, I'm like, why did you, what made you think of using that voice? And nobody else that would, Ron Howard didn't like, was thinking, oh, maybe he should, uh, uh tone it back or, or he went, he, he thought it was okay, you know? Uh, I, yeah, I couldn't I mean, do I it. It's, it's trying to, I'm like, it's really aimed at, the family it kids you know i watched it with mazzy and anna and both of them enjoyed it in fact anna even tried to like program to it she was trying to read her book and 
she ended up just putting her book down and watching the whole movie. And I think largely because it's such a visual, you know, um, I was looking up Wikipedia. This is actually the first um, um, Dr. Seuss book brought to the big screen. Oh, so this is before Ken Hit? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was 2000. And um, if you watch it, if you don't fall asleep or you're not annoyed to death by Jim Carrey's voice that you can kind of get sucked into the to the visualness of it I felt and I actually ended up enjoying the film um, I totally get the complaints um, but the fact that the world is entirely physical sets and stuff like that I I think that goes a lot to the sort of replayability so to speak of it and and um, I know the girls had a lot of fun with it, and so and that's kind of you know where it's aimed at. Um, but yeah, the the Carrie accent was it wore thin, um, and he's so like over the top every second on the screen. You know, it's funny for like twenty minutes, um, but then yeah. It's yeah, we've got to deliver a lot of lines or something. It's like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, and if yeah, you if you do yeah. the tour at Universal Studios, you do drive through Whoville. You'll see it. It's still you know the town's still up there, and the cars are still up there. Hmm. Um, you know, the, you're, you're in that world. You know, which um, you know what's crazy is that is um, um, the little girl that plays the Cindy Lou Who. You ever you see what she looks like now? On IMDb? Oh, yeah, I mean, know Taylor Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like in a band, and she's like. Super dark black eyeshadow all the time. Dark gothic rocker. Yeah, oh. that's crazy. She's super she adorable in the movie. Uh, well, she did Costume Girl from 2007, 2012. Oh, that's yeah. it. Hmm. Well, she did some other stuff after that, but yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, I wish I was in Tony's shoes and, and had a food coma and fell asleep. Like he had a better time. Um <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, I you know, ironically, it's funny, you guys you guys liked the homework and I was bored to death with it and you guys were bored <laughs> to death. and I had a good time with it. I guess maybe I was and, we actually watched it earlier tonight and uh we you know, we had a real nice sort of traditional family uh Christmas. So maybe I was just kind of still feeling the Christmas spirit or something like that. But um um, yeah, no, I had good, I, I, yeah, I mean, I get, you know, it's not something I'm going to want to rewatch even every year. I mean, I, but I would put this in like a four or five year rotation kind of thing. Um, you know, and, and watch it with kids, watch it with family, um, kind of thing. Yeah. Am I going to sit down on a, you know, June 16th and watch this on a, on a Sunday afternoon? No. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, but the truth is, I'm not watching Home Alone. Uh, you know, during the race. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm not comparing the two. Home Alone is a slider. It's fucking hilarious. It's great. Um, but you know, there 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 are movies that that you're going to watch during that time of year, and so you kind of give them a pass, I guess. Um, and what are you doing? You're bringing a fucking children's book to life kind of thing right, right. so mm-hmm. I, I was entertained you know, when it's when it's little mini grinch when he's little when he's little grinch yeah well ironically I, I looked it up that actor he died a couple years later god damn it 
Son of a <laughs> bitch. Are you kidding me? Nope. Who was it? I don't know. It was, he was actually 18 when he played the role. Oh, eight-year-old Grinch. There he goes. Josh Ryan Evans. But he died a, two years later. Oh, man. See? He he's, I, I hate the movie again. If he died, I hate it. Again. I hate the movie. Yeah. Some bullshit. Man, are you giving it a pile of shit? A pile of green shit. How about that? Oh. No, I won't do that bad. I, I mean, like I said, I, I don't know. I, uh, man, in the right mindset, I don't know. I, uh, I've been watching the first kid? time I like it just because, like I said, he, uh, he's really committed in it. But for some reason, this time around, when I'm older, and his vo- his voice was just fucking getting to me. I'm just like, I don't. If I want to put a Christmas movies, this ain't gonna be in my rotation. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna bump another one up to put that in. I just, I don't think I'll do it. I put it for the Did kids. They, were, they weren't in it. They weren't having it. Yeah. They weren't watching it. Oh, so they I'm weren't like, feeling I, it no. either. I mean, there's some parts, you know, like when he's little, I'm trying to figure out why he's so mean. Um, yeah, but I'm watching it with them. I'll make it like, well, if, they, if the moment they leave and they're bored, I'm, I'm gone too. I'm done. I'm taking, I'm turning it off. <laughs> so for me, I don't, it was a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Um, in the trivia, it says that Jim Carrey needed he uh, CIA counseling to teach him torture resistance techniques to be able to endure the latex skin that he had on for hours <laughs> wearing the suit. Apparently, yeah. it was that bad. Like the between the contact lenses and the latex, and you know uh-huh. the costume and the fur, the yak. Yak fur that he put on his body. Um, he, yeah, he, he was hating life <laughs> until filming, filming this movie. Yeah, but see, so he, so he, yeah. he would even give it a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, give his, he'd give his own performance a waste of time. I'd give it what a early? I'd buy that for a dollar. And I fell asleep. It wasn't from boredom, though. It was because I couldn't fight the food. <laughs> um, I know I've always liked I've liked the film. I like the message. I think it's a it's a it's a good message. Um, it's always entertaining to listen to Lainey's family quote every line of the movie. Oh, wow. um, yeah, they 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 go off. Um, but this this year it, it, we were all pretty pretty dead. Um, I, I I I feel like I, it's hard for me to give it a rating this year because I lost about an hour's worth of the movie which is which is a big chunk of it um but it feels like it was still entertaining in the beginning and then the end that I saw so I'll still give it a dollar I'd buy that for a dollar right on alright so who's got homework next week this motherfucker does Hey, y'all want to see... Uh, y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> I think we have... I think the technical difficulties we have tonight are are, are uh, getting funny. Uh, anyway, <laughs> y'all want to see uh, uh, Batman do your taxes? Batman do your taxes? Oh, shit. You talking about the accountant? Yeah. I'll wait for yeah, everyone starts talking again. 
he directed it, and uh, he did uh, the War- Warrior, which we all liked. Oh yeah. So uh, let's check it out. All right. So now it's my turn. I take it, right? I yeah. Think you, I think you got extra credit. Yeah. Going through Netflix here, looking, looking. It's a lot to choose from. <laughs> Wasn't there one that I chose and we didn't do it? Right? The one with another one? I can't remember. Yeah, what's Craven's new nightmare? Remember I chose it, but then we changed our mind. Oh, that's right. Right? Because Tony, you yeah, have that section right. where it's... Remember? Because you have that homework section on the Netflix, and I remember putting it on there. I don't remember I was watching it. 1994, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do that. All right. So, man, speaking of food comas and stuff, how did, how did your holiday go, man? What you guys do? Who wants to start it off? Tony? Um, Hang on. Let me finish typing this out. If I start talking out, I'm not, I don't know if you guys are going to hear me or not. <laughs> oh, no, we hear you just fine. We can only just talk one person at a time. <laughs> yeah, uh, no kidding. <laughs> Yeah, well, so imagine that. <laughs> let's see. Uh, the twenty fourth. Oh, let me. Okay, let me. You guys want to? You want to hear a story? So oh. I'm working Christmas Eve, right? And um, the last couple of years, we've been able to get off by five, right? A couple, two hours early, not bad. Um, so that we're a different name, we're a different company name, whatever. It's a little different rules. Nobody leaves until, like, the last man standing, right? Everyone's got to be done with their work, right? Oh. So, 5 o'clock, starts coming around the corner. I call up buddy Jeremy. Hey, man, how you running? And he's like, uh, I got two jobs. They gave me this one and this other one. I'm like, what? And I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, give me that address. Let me start. Let's, let's you know, let's get it out of the way so we can get done, so we can get out of here. So, oh. while he's looking for it, I look at my iPad. I get it. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all right. It's a fucking six to seven time frame job. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Who fucking made appointment on Christmas Eve from six to seven? And not just even a job where it's like a trouble call. It was just for a modem swap. So apparently some modems now are compatible with our new speeds and we have to replace them. And this lady fucking decided Christmas Eve would be a great time. And from six to seven. Her name is Agnes, by the way. Fuck you, Agnes. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, Agnes, right? So it gets better. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to just go over there right now. She's probably, with a name like Agnes, her old ass is going to be home, right? So I drive all the way over there. I'm knocking the door. I'm knocking the door. I'm like, okay, maybe she's old. She can't hear me, right? Because her name's Agnes, right? So I'm knocking again. I'm knocking. Nobody's knocking. named Agnes Damn. anymore. Let me get back in my van. Let me get my phone. Let me call this bitch. Call her up. No answer. Oh. I'm like, you fucking gotta be kidding me. This what bitch is gonna make us. You... Well, what you, you have to wait. Gotta... So if the time frame's from 6 to 7, you gotta wait till 6 to 7. Oh, you're on call. Now. So I called her five times. She's not picking up her phone. 
I go back inside. Maybe she she went she went inside the house. Maybe she got out of the bathroom. I don't know. Whatever. Let me knock on the door. I knock so hard that the neighbor on her other side comes out. <laughs> and wonder what you know what's what the loud noises uh so i'm like okay i go back in my van <laughs> i go back in my van and i'm getting calls from all the texts like wondering like hey what's going on uh are we done are you done what's going on i'm like no i'm not done i'm waiting for fucking agnes to fucking get home <laughs> so i can fucking do the job and they're like what so i get shane facetiming on my ipad I got a fucking Madonna's big dick coming from my left ear. I got this dude calling me on my right. And I'm like, trying to, I'm like, guys, get off my fucking bag. It's not up to me, man. I'm sorry that we can't all go well, home. Cause they're because they're all wanting to get home too, and now you're the one of holding course. them up. No, I ain't holding them up. Motherfucking Agnes is holding them. Agnes get it right. Them up. Yes, not me, not by choice. So I'm over here just laughing. I'm like, well, fuck, I got a couple, I got a couple more rounds to win in Clash Royale before I get a, a crown. Let me do that shit, right? Then I start losing that fucking game. So now my holiday fucking cheer is out the fucking window. Fucking Agnes ain't home. I'm losing matches. This this is not good. I'm like, this fucking bitch is going to make his way. She's not only holding me up. She's holding the whole truck yard. My suit. Everybody wants to go home. But no, we got to wait for fucking Agnes. I want to. I feel like putting her address on blast right now. <laughs> I'll never forget the address. I'll never forget it. At seventy-one thirty-seven, beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> this fucking bitch. So at six o'clock, okay. So before the rule was always you had to you couldn't tag somebody, door tag them, not until fifteen minutes past the hour, right? But now we have one-hour time frames, and everybody else is like, "Fuck it." So at six o'clock, the dot. I turn on my van. I peel out like fucking Mad Max. I go around the corner. I'm calling Rowdy. I go, hey. Verify home. This lady's not here. That's how you say it. verify. Verify not home. The router knows to call the person. She's calling. She's calling. I'm like, I'm like, let me not take off so far away that in case she is there, I gotta drive my stupid ass back. So I drive around the corner. I'm like, by Jack and the Box. I'm by the light. I'm like, fuck. If I go right, I'm fucked. I'm gonna have to turn her back around, and I'm not gonna be, and I'm not gonna be happy. But if I turn right, I can start getting a head start to get home. <laughs> So what do I do? I'm a fucking wild man, Clarence. I go right. I say, fuck it. She ain't home. She ain't home. Six o'clock on the dot. My, my, my dispatcher's like, uh, yeah, can you can you give us a description of the house? That means they didn't answer and they want to make sure you were there. And I'm like, thank God. But I'm like, I've already wasted 45 minutes, right? I could have been home and getting ready to go to my parents' house Christmas Eve. Some bullshit. So, yeah, so I'm driving back, and then everyone's calling me, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Can we go? Can we go? I'm like, dude, tell you, sign up to me. Call your fucking suit. Why are you calling me? Um, so he's like, well, there's this, there's two guys up in, like, in Delmar area. I send somebody to help hit one, and one's help the other one. So they're pretty much done, right? They're like, yeah. So, like, at fucking, like, 6.30 or 6.30, before they finally let's go home early, I'm like, oh, geez, thanks a lot. <laughs> you know? I'm like, man, fuck. Got an hour ago. I'm tired. Attic. I was in an attic earlier that day. I was fucking sweaty and smelly. But I get home. I get to my parents' house. I'm starving. I'm home at a big ass pot full of tamales ready. So I was like, "Fuck!" Right. All is right in the world, right? Started eating. Started having fun. We all ever hanging out, having a good time. So I was like, "Okay, it was worth it." But I, it's just a funny story to tell. But my God, man, this this fucking lady had a whole truck yard waiting on her dumbass. On a Christmas Eve, you know, I'm like, she ain't even fucking, what, what, for a modem swap, that could have been done any other day, 
Maybe she so that was maybe she accidentally scheduled it without thinking about it or something like that. You see this? Okay. It's the smallest violin playing. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so then on Saturday, yeah, it's Christmas Day, right? The kids are excited. Like, hey, I had to work oh, till six o'clock on oh, Christmas. I wonder if I could play this. What's that? I had to work till six o'clock on Christmas Eve too. You did. Yeah. Did you have to wait around for Agnes? No, I had to wait around for fucking a kid's parents to pick her up. I could what have been out of there. I had almost the same story where, you know, it's like, it's kind of untold that on Christmas, or because, oh, excuse me, it's not Christmas Eve, it's the day before Christmas Eve. I'm sorry. Because it's the Friday. Saturday is Christmas Eve. But there's this like untold story, untold thing that says, you Man, I know you're trying to compare your story to my Man, own story. I'll talk on your on my weekend. Keep going. <laughs> no, but like this is like the, I always want to play some video, some sounders, man. This is like you know, after all said and done, this is so it's like listen. That's true. Opening up his brain saw. Brain saw. Do, do a search. Because my sister asked crew what he wanted, and he wrote her like a Christmas list, and uh, he wrote Nerf gun, and he wrote not nerd gun, Nerf gun with an F, just to make sure she didn't <laughs> get it wrong. Right? Yeah, it's like a Gears of War chainsaw gun. You see that? Yeah, that is, huh? Uh huh. Yep. And then, uh, then you get stuff like this from River. Cause we don't put them out till the next day, you know. And then, uh, and then, uh, oh, so there's this app, right, where you can Photoshop uh, Santa and in, like in the house, right? So, hey, so Crew's like, "Does Santa come?" And he was like, "I don't know." Look, and she shows a picture, and what does Crew say? He goes, "Man, that looks Photoshop." <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He said I was dying, uh, but then he left a note for Santa, and uh, let's see if you can hear it. He started reading it. He put out some milk and some cookies, some water for the reindeer, some carrots. He told Santa to write a letter for him. It says, Crew, River, and Megan, all of you, all three of you were on my nice list. Good job. Merry Christmas. Isn't that awesome? He was so stoked. So I'm like, man, because this is like Paul, his last age and believing in Santa, you know, because when he goes to school, I'm sure he has some kids telling him that he doesn't exist, right? Yeah, um, I, I, I was telling, we were talking, having the same thing because Mazzy still believes. And I was like, I think this is going to be the last year that she <laughs> believes. She's yeah. already kind of putting two and two together kind of thing. Right. So it's like, yeah, this is going to be the last one. Yeah, I know it sucks, but like, oh, uh, because he was he he was on his iPad, uh, like, um, and uh, he was. I think he did a YouTube search for like, is Santa real? And it was like these guys like doing going on a search for him, looking for him or whatever. Because at the end of the video, the guys were like, so at the so in conclusion, at the end of all this, um, Santa Claus does exist. So he was like, see, I knew it. So I'm sure some you know some podcast kids are probably telling him, and that's you know that's gonna happen, but uh. You know, because it's like, uh, I was having a conversation with somebody, it's like, how long do you keep it going, you know, like, as long as you want, but then you know I'm going to school, getting made fun of, but it's like, I don't know, man, I think it's kind of nice, right? 
I still believe so. I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it, I think he's cute. So I'm sure when he's old, he's well, gonna they be, want looks, to. You know what I mean? Right. Right. They want to. They don't. They don't want to be all burned. They don't. You hmm. know what I mean? They right. want to stay kids. Yeah. So then, like I'll tell you, so that happens in the morning. We got we did all that and uh, opened up their gifts and they got some bikes. We went outside to ride and 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 crew. You know, he's already got it down. But River and Reagan, they they don't they can't get that feet going yet. It's so funny. We got on bikes with uh, training wheels, you know, so just to get at least get the motion going. But I don't, they never had a trike, so. I don't think they know how to use that motion yet, but we got also these cool little radio flyer wagon. It's so bomb. Like you get on, it's like a little old school, like car, like a little racer. You, you get on top and you like go down a little ramp and like, it, and we got fl- the, the floor. So it's like perfect for them to ride all the way through. So they're doing that all day long. It's awesome. And to like put, put it away. It's so great. You take off the two pieces of the ramp, you flip the thing over and you store it in there and the car. It's like, Oh, it's, it's nice. It's rad. So they love that, and then on. Um, so, so then, then so yesterday we had our white elephant with Amy's side of the family, and man, when when they first came in, they had those presents all over the place. It was crazy. I mean, it was nuts. I mean, and Cindy gave like she got seven guitars. Everyone got a guitar. It was crazy. What? So yeah, I got a Keith Urban guitar. So she goes, okay, you guys all got a guitar, right? So here's the thing. By Easter, you gotta have to learn how to play a Keith Urban song. Inside the case, <laughs> it, it comes in a guitar case, right? There's like a thirty CD or thirty DVD thing where it's like teach you how to play guitar. It's this little poster that shows you what the frets are. Like, um, it's a nice guitar, you know, but it's like holy shit, I gotta try to learn how to play a fucking song. <laughs> That's kind of yeah, but it was like holy fuck, and then uh. So my white elephant, my dumbass, had bad luck again. I fucking got a um, a half bottle of Captain Rum, Captain, Captain Morgan's Spice, some rum, some dirty boxers, and the fucking dog food in a Ziploc bag. I'm like, God oh, damn. Man. Yeah. Because yeah. the other prices, prizes were just like, a, almost like a 20 pack of like nutritional chocolate milk. But within that was a hundred bucks. So there was another what? one. With vanilla, there was another one with vanilla drinks. So. So Sean having a guys, what's that? Normally, they, there's a limit on what you can put into a white elephant gift, right? Well, that, that's the thing, right? It was supposed to be thirty dollars. Uh, some people like to break Dang. the rules, so um, uh, yeah. $30 so dollar pair of boxers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah, well, you should have seen the stuff uh, Amy's dad made. Oh my gosh, it was fucking, it was hilarious. That was towards the end. But um, yeah, there was like a in like in and out gift card. Um, like Amy's the ones we made were like this big, huge. You, know, you ever seen those like almost like a five pound Rice Krispie treat? They're like huge, with like two little wine bottles and like movie tickets. <laughs> uh, so those I could have stolen that. I could have stolen the in and out, but I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. You know, because uh, you can only steal a certain item twice. So of course, a right. hundred bucks was gone. Like that was the first thing I kept. This poor Sean, he got the he got the first hundred dollar bill. And then Matt took it, and then uh, and then uh, and then Christmas turn was next, and of course he takes it. So that's that's it. It's sold done. twice. Yep. So yeah, so Sean's like, "Fuck, I got to go again." He gets the other one, uh, and he gets sold it again. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be so, but luckily Matt's like wife stole it, so that you know I'm gonna share it, or whatever. But um, so he ended up with Santa slippers and this little heater. So it's not that bad, better than what I got, you know. Um, this other girl, Ariel, she got like a toilet seat. It was like a ring, it was like a ring toss game, but with the toilet seat, which is hilarious. 
Um, what else was there? A bunch of other stuff. It was just hilarious. But like, Amy's dad made like a, he's like, here's a selfie stick. And then I was like a huge like stick with a little mirror at the end. <laughs> then he's like, hey, you forgot the little adapter. And it was like a little piece of paper with a pencil. And you had to draw yourself. He had a headlamp. And it was like a like an old wire cable, like a, like electrical wire with like a matches in the front. So you light that shit up. <laughs> a flashlight. It was like a stick with matches that's taped at the end. <laughs> he had a duct tape holder, and it could only like you know it was like it was duct tape to hold it up, so it looks like a holder. So when you peel it up, it only ends at the end again. So you, it's like worthless. Just shit like gags like that, man. It was just fucking hilarious. It was so much fun. The, the kids are all playing. Um, uh, uh, we got Rubio's to cater it, so we all had some food. And the cool thing about hosting the party, you get the leftovers at the end. You know what I mean? So I just been like chowing down on food, like Rubio's leftovers all day today. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. But man, it's fucking tiring. Like it's already Tuesday. Luckily, I have I have tomorrow off. It's Christmas landed on a, on a day on a Sunday, a day I'm already off. So they gave me Wednesday off. I think I need that last day to cool, to recoup, man. Cause yeah, cause man. Put a quarter in my ass. I'm playing myself. I'm done. How's your guys? What you guys do? I'll do mine real quick. Mine was pretty chill. Um, yeah. yeah, white Christmas, huh? Yeah, we got snow like two days before, um, three days before Christmas. Got like six inches or something like that. So that was kind of cool. Um, I was, I was, it started rough because, you know, we get two weeks off for Christmas break. And, uh, like I was trying to interrupt, um, Fridays, historically, they tell kids to, uh, they send a note home with the kids early in the week that asks to, for you to pick up your kids after school or have them ride the bus, basically politely saying, well, we're not going to have the safe program. Hmm. Well, this year they decided not to send out that letter. And so... So there was, so all week we were talking about like, how many kids do you think we're going to have? You know, it's like, it's the Friday, it's the day before Christmas Eve, you know, we got a bunch of these like degenerate kids and I was like, I guarantee you we're going to be here till six o'clock. And they're like, no, nah, <laughs> people are going to pick up their kids. You know what I mean? Hell no. <laughs> Friday, they're gonna pick up their kids. Man, fucking bullshit. I had a <laughs> Pick up her daughter, and he always picks up his daughter late. Picked her up at five fifty nine, and he was wearing like his fucking sweatpants and his fucking house slippers. And I'm like, you motherfucker! I was so pissed. I was like, I wanted to go home so bad. I came home and I was an asshole to Chris and shit. So, oh. I was just in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. But um, and then it got good. It's been really good since. Like um. Oh, yeah. We were originally going to have to go pick up my mom down in Reading because she was going to come out for Christmas. And she did come out for Christmas, but she borrowed somebody's car, so she drove herself. So I didn't have to go pick her up in Reading, so mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, we did have to go to Reading to pick up Rochelle because Rochelle came and stayed up for two nights, uh, last night and the night before. So it was cool. We kind of delayed Christmas. Um mm-hmm. You know, traditionally we kind of open up most presents on Christmas Eve and then we save like a big one or or something like that on Christmas Day. We let the kids open Mazzy and Anna one present on Christmas Eve because Rochelle mm-hmm. wasn't there yet. Right. And then 
She actually had to work Christmas Day. Can you believe that shit? Oh, damn. Yeah, she works at one of the fucking uh, hotel or motel, like Motel 6 down. She's a house cleaner. So, yeah, they made her fucking work on Christmas Eve. Or Christmas Day. Christmas and Eve and Christmas Day. Um, Who's her boss? Ebenezer Scrooge? Dude, no shit. Well, luckily she had the day. Well, it was only because it was her normal schedule to have the next day off, so... Um, so she had a day off and then, and then she got to stay two nights. And then we actually, um, FaceTimed with Rachel while she was in Japan because she's still in Japan. So it was, so she actually got, and she had sent us, um, all of her presents for everybody and we got them on Christmas Eve. So we literally set up the laptop with the camera so she could see us opening the Christmas presents. So she was sort of, oh, very cool. Yeah, in video, and so yeah. that was really nice. And, and to spend, you know, the two nights with Rochelle was really nice, you know. She's just mm-hmm. like we were when we were 18, 19 years old, just trying to... Seemed know, like just it. yesterday, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, Damn. and it was like, you know, you're, you know, you work your fucking ass off, but you make shitty pay, and so you're always getting taken advantage of, and so, um, yeah, it's tough being a fucking teenager, you know? Um Mm-hmm. So and you know she's got her own issues with her with her you know significant other and their family and all that shit. And so, oh boy! But um, I mean she's doing well. She's healthy. She's you know um, she's free. You know she's doing her thing. So yeah. Um. So yeah, it was a good Christmas. Like you said, it was white. You know, um, just staying in the house, staying warm. Um, my mom left. Uh, yesterday, and then we took Rochelle back this morning. So, um, and then the rest of the day has just been chill. Just kind of. Krista, Chris has all week off. She doesn't have to go back till next Monday. And then me and the girls, we don't have to go back until the ninth. So, um, we get two weeks off. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, enjoying some time. It'd be nice if the snow melted, because then I could get one of the motherfucking motorcycles out and go for a ride, but, um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. MCP. So anyways, MCP, what you got? Uh, made pretty it. chill. I mean, your parents, parents made it rain, giving out $100 bills? No, not this time. Um, <laughs> we, we played other games. Um, we had a, we did a little bit of roulette, um, Played a little bit of roulette to make up for last year, since last year I tried to teach him roulette, but then I ended up slurring and passing out from drinking too much halfway through. Um, so I was like, this year, I'm going to teach you guys how to do it. Trying uh, to see a trend a... here, Harley. You see that? <laughs> hey, not a drop of alcohol this year, man. I was like, nope, we're staying awake for the, for Christmas this year. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so Saturday we ended up, um, baking our pies and then, uh, Heading over to our first Christmas for Christmas Eve with my family. Um, we open the gifts, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night um, and have our dinner, play some games. I think we played, uh, there was a ping pong game. Someone gave my dad, they let him open it early so we can play that. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it was like skee-ball and, and beer pong mixed into one. Like you had these huh. ping pong balls and you had to bounce them off the ground or off of like a little trampoline on the ground and, and, but make it into what looked like ski ball holes. 
Um, it was difficult because none of us have had that mechanism before. So we had no muscle memory for it. We had no idea what the fuck we're doing. Um, and then another game where um, my dad bought this, uh, you put a basket on top of your head, like it's a hat that you put on and it's the <laughs> basket. And then you throw ping pong balls up into the basket, you know, what so it was, a, it was a two person team. <laughs> uh-huh. So you got one person wearing the basket, the other one tossing the ping pong balls. Gotcha. Um, so those are the games that we played this year. They, they were fun. Um, and then Sunday morning, we went over to Lane's family and then did a Christmas over there, had some lunch, um, and then just kind of vegged the rest of the day and had a lazy day all day yesterday. So, all right. well, yeah, nothing too exciting. That's yeah, the way to do it. Day sometimes. Like, yeah. The crazy, over-the-top Christmases, you know, where everybody's running around and shit. Fuck all that, man. I just want to yeah. fucking hang out. You know, we were drinking, just fucking, you know, we're just hanging out and chilling, telling stories, fucking laughing, enjoying life. Not, not yeah. all fucking freaking out. So, um, right. I like the the white elephant idea. I think we're gonna. I'm gonna try and push for that next year. I'm telling um, you, man, it's a lot of fun. And we're all adults. We don't have any kids. Right. Yeah, you know, there's no grandkids. Right. So it's like, you know, that take the, the, a lot of the fun of, of Christmas is spoiling the kids. Right. Um, You're not there all, yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're not there yet. So let's right. do something with the, you know for for us. So. Oh, I'm dude, gonna, it's awesome. The, the I mean, you put in like a you. Fun. Yeah, you put in like a really good gift in there, yeah, but you hide it with like a bunch of crap. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, but that's what's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think you will like it. I was putting some stuff it's on this. Like yeah. Yeah, I've been taking notes from your stories. Oh, yeah. Cool. Gotcha. I got this. Exactly, yeah. I I should have been drinking that tonight. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) And I even said before I got a bag, like, man, I learned from last year. Because last year, what did I get? I got, um... Oh, yeah, there was this big box. I went to go steal it because I thought it was a Wii. It was just a fucking water bottle and a cake. It's like, it like five water bottles and like one like old ass red velvet cake. I was like, son of a bitch. I was so pissed. Gotcha. I was going to steal that. Yeah, exactly. Got him. I was going to steal that, you know. So, never learned my lesson. But yeah, so that, I mean, this is almost wrapping up 2016 right here. So 340, the Bad Boys podcast. We just randomly ran on all things movies and Christmas. And hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. And, uh, Here's to a new year, 2017. Um, yeah, man. Me and your boy Fonse, we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.